Ladies and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast, and we are live with the 60-minute time limit. The man in charge of this episode is your host, the King of New England, and the father of champions, Sick Vic. Today, we have a treat. It's an interview that I've been waiting for for a long time now. We're starting to think it wasn't going to happen because our messaging was like, we're playing message tag for a little bit, but... We pulled it off. We have Stan Michael in the house. How you doing today, sir? Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing tonight? I'm doing well personally. I hope everything is doing well where you're at right now. Good. I'm good. I'm good. It's cold. I don't like that. Yeah, it's cold. Right, tell me about it. It's supposed to get another two to four inches here on top of the ice we got. It's no, just... It was- it was just snowing today. I was at I was I was at my shoot job and it was snowing. I was like, nah, I'm leaving. I got I got to get out of here. <laughs> with the storm we had like last week, did you guys get hit with the storm? Yeah, but um, where I live, we didn't get hit as bad as like city did. I'm I'm about thirty minutes north, mm-hmm. so we got about maybe four inches. So the roads were really bad. They didn't do no they didn't do no work on the roads. So that was more of a challenge than the actual weather itself. But. Yeah, that's always lame when they don't touch the roads until it's done. Yeah, it's like, hey, I would have I been happy if they touched the roads at all, you know, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. We just got ice out of the storm. That's all we got. Hmm. That kind of sucked. It's worse, you know, drive. Oh, yeah. So, if you, so you've had had a very incredible career so far. How would you describe it all oh, in one word? Oh, wow. Uh, I would have to say in one word. One word. I got two words for you because I don't, because it, 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 it's weird to me. All due respect, it's weird to me that you say I have a, I, I have an amazing career. And it's, it's, it's and not even say this weird. It's, it's just like, it's, it's hard for me to kind of, um, put myself on that side of the ring, so to speak, to where wait, wait a minute, I'm being appreciated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're and talking I'm, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm used to, I'm used to being the fan and all that. Um, yeah, but, I'm, I'm just a podcaster from Southern Vermont, and having like talent such as yourself on to me is just like I don't know what's so special about me. Nah, nah, nah. I see what's so special about you. You're giving somebody like me a platform to tell you what it's about. You know what I'm saying? No, um, honestly, like, well, you asked for you asked for one word, so I'll give you one word for how I feel about my emotions. If you want, I'll give you one word for each. Right? Uh, the first word would be blessed. I guess you know what I'm saying. Not even I guess I'm blessed because I've I've had the ability and the opportunities to pursue my dreams, and I've had the I've had the courage to go out there and go ahead and go after what I, what I want. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other hand, I was inspiring because I know there's people that look at what I'm doing and they get inspired to it. They get motivated to get up in their own right, whether it's to get up and get back to work or get up and get back in the ring, get back, whatever it is in their own life. I know, you know, people look at me in that regard. So that's, it's, it's blessed and inspired. I'd have to say that. So. Those are very good words. Very humbled, very, you know, <laughs> Saying, I know where I come from, homie. You gotta know where you come from before you get where you're going. 
Yeah. So how, how did you get into professional wrestling? Well, sir, uh, as you can see, I'm wearing Talk of Champions shirt here, the uh, a sweatshirt at watermaneuver.com slash Talk of Champions. Y'all can find that uh, by the shirts. We got, we got singlets for babies. Babies, ladies and gentlemen, babies. All right? But anywho, um, about a year and a half ago, um, me and my girl, we got involved in doing this uh, wrestling podcast uh, on Facebook, and we decided to get out our own and start just doing our own thing. And, you know, so we hooked up, created Talk of Champions, built that whole platform. And through that, we started getting a lot of traction and building a lot of relationships through that. And I saw somebody I know uh, that we knew through, that we met through the channel, shout out to NWO Sparrow. He took a picture in front of a wrestling ring one day. And I was like, dad, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, he in front of a wrestling ring? Where, where, is, where is this? Where can Stan Michael? Stan Michael needs to be a part of this. You know what I'm saying? So I just put out a edit on uh, Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I would love to get into somebody's wrestling ring and you know by the next thing i know i'm being put in contact with uh tom specialty frazier the owner and promoter of iww and uh he's just so happened to start be starting a wrestling school called t2t technique to training and he invited me to the open ring and the rest was history yeah i got involved and started going every week and i fell in love with it you know were you like do you do you have like any heroes before you started wrestling? Like people you looked up to or? Oh, dog. Like, <clears throat> I was, yeah, I was a fan. Like, that, that's, that's the thing. And, and I don't even want to say like, I was a fan. Like, no, nah, I'm still am a fan. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like you in that regard. Like, I'm watching. I've been, I've been a fan all my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm 31 years old. I ain't afraid to say it. You know what I'm saying? So, I came up, when I first got into it, the NWO was popping. You know what I'm saying? It was like 97. I I, I, I came I came into the game. I got into it on NWO, WCW World Tour but for the N64. And uh, from that point on, wrestling has just been my whole thing. So, like, coming from, from there, like The Rock, you know, Shawn Michaels, um, Sting, uh, Jeff Hardy, um, Batista. Um, guys, you know, you know, like I, Ric Flair, you know, to, you know, like honestly, I like guys that macho men, guys that are like kind of larger than life, guys that kind of have that something about them, that's something extra about them that you really can't put your finger on that is factor. You know what I'm saying? Roman Reigns is my current favorite. That man is doing it. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, you're right about macho man did have that something to him. That's kind of hard. I guess you could call it magic. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you ask me, the man is like the definition of what a professional wrestler is. You know what I'm saying? Top to bottom, you know? So what do you remember about your first match? Um, well, that's a weird question. I always, I always say it's a weird question because um, being only a year and a half into it, I had... Uh, we got, we have student matches and then I have shows. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my first student match, I was freaking all over the place in my head. I was like nervous and all that crap, whatever. But you know, we got through it. You know, it was a learning experience. 
but when I went to did my first show, um, that was that went off great. You know, that was a whole fiasco in itself too, because like you gotta understand, like when you first getting into this wrestling thing, you uh you you just gotta there's, there's a lot of things you gotta learn, a lot of things you gotta remember and put put to put to second memory. So you know, me for my first time, I go in there. Uh, I see we're booked for a tag match, but two of the guys aren't there. My partner isn't there. The guy's partner is not there. So we we get stuck calling a singles match. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right, at least I could just worry about a singles match. Call the singles match backstage. Uh, about three minutes before we go on, halfway about halfway through the match before us, the other two guys show up. So now we got to show. Now we got to call the whole match again. Now I'm freaking out. You know, oh my god, how am I gonna? But we go out there and. You know, you just follow, listen, you, 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 uh, you know what I'm saying? You remember your training, you know what I'm saying? You remember your training, remember what, you, remember what you're there for, you know what I'm saying? And showing off, showing off uh, rather well, rather well. <laughs> Welcome them all to the house of soul. <laughs> has special wrestling been what you expected so far or has it been better, worse? It's been better than what I expected so far, honestly. Um, been real good to me so far i can't i can't lie i've been blessed in many regards you know to have had good trainers shout out you know brother greatness shout out jake gomez mv young the whole t2t school um you know shout out to you know everybody that you know had to have me through their doors from fallout shelter to tos to to to, to proving ground all of y'all you know, it's it's just it's really just a matter of building relationships. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't re- it's it's one side. It's one it's one thing to see it from a fan's eye. You know, to see the finished product. But when you're part of the whole process and the, what makes everything go, and the you know you see, you you get a newfound respect for the jobber that the quote unquote yeah the jobber that's on that's uh that might be featured on AW Dark that you know. You might you might otherwise be like oh boo 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 nah now you get to see their job. wait a minute that that motherfucker made it to AEW dark you know what I'm saying so yeah. it's 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 dope in that regard definitely it is cool I mean if like let's say a couple months from now like you I see you on AEW dark I'll be all like my God he was before AEW he was on the show now his age is like oh my God. Appreciate you, though. That's how, that's how it is. Like, honestly, we went to a show. We went to AEW a few weeks ago when they was in Long Island. And um, that was a couple, that was about, it was about a month ago now. But um, we was front row right there, UBS Arena, or USB, whatever it is, in Long Island. And um, they was taping dark. And I saw, I saw, I saw somebody in there that I, that I knew from, my travels, I seen this person before. I was backstage with them, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, snap. They make it. But then you got the guy behind me. Oh, get this job around it. And it's just like, wow. It's just, it's just so crazy. It's just the craziest, craziest thing in the world to just kind of see that dynamic, the work that goes into it before, you know what I'm saying? You just, just an appreciation for the business, man, straight up. Better from, from the ring crew to the champ. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And everyone in between, definitely. Um, what do you have to say? What, what, what are your thoughts when you hear like some like 
oh, blink, 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 asshole fan that's like, boo, this is fake, boo. And it's, well, no, well it's different. It's a different response because if I hear somebody saying, if I hear somebody saying, boo, this is fake, like, I'm looking at them like, okay, you're not, you're not a fan anyway. So we'd have to do our part in trying to ingratiate you and making you believe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to do our part making you believe. So that's a different response. But if I hear somebody just being straight up ignorant, like that same show, you know, I'm not even going to, you know, really go into it, but that same show, uh, there's a, there was somebody in the crowd that was being rather disrespectful, like saying, and, and it's one thing to go to the crowd, you pay your hard earned money, chain what you want and all that, but like, you know, there comes a lot, you know what I'm saying? And um, he had gotten into it with my girl. Honestly, they was they was they. I I turned around, cut that shit right the hell off, you know, cause shit like that, you know, disrespecting women, you know that that I'm not really a fan of all that stuff, you know. what I'm saying, come to the show, have fun, you know, um, leave all that race shit, all that uh 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 you know anti-Semitism, uh, uh um anti-gay stuff at the door, you know what I'm saying, like. We all have to come here to have fun. We all here to love this shit. You feel me? Don't be an asshole. Who 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 you don't like, but don't be an asshole. You feel me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I people, I think, I mean, this like this show in, in general. I've made connections with people who like we have like political different points of views, but we get along because of professional wrestling. Which is which is great. I mean, you hear you see on Facebook, you know, about people blocking others, family members, hanging family members because of differences, and it's like, yeah, we have. He was far one side, I was far the other side, but wrestling brought us together. And he's yeah. been on times, and 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 I won't lie, I won't lie. You know, like sometimes, you know, when it comes to certain things, some something you just can't get past. You know what I'm saying? And that's just and that's fine. You know, um, but there is something to be said about when you're in an arena of 20,000 people that don't know each other and y'all all watching the same thing and y'all all have the same reaction at the same time because y'all all know what the fuck just happened in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's something to be said for that. And that, that's one thing I love about the wrestling community. Of course, when it's good things happen, that's when you get, if it's like a, someone twists your knee and blows it out, and it's like, <laughs> or, 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 but, but you know what? It could be like a heel turn, you know? And everybody's like, oh no, that's, that, that's beautiful too. You know, <laughs> the raw emotion behind it. Exactly. Especially if it is a good one. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a Seth Rollins with the chair in the back kind of thing. That was dope. <laughs> that was the last really good one. And of course, when you were at the AW, that, that was the homecoming at MJF. Oh yes, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. I remember. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. That man. That man performed his ass off. That he showed his ass that night. Yeah. I will. I will say, out of everybody on that show, um, him and CM Punk were the like when I and I'm far and I'm and I'm right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm front row, and I'm watching everything go down. And mind you, I was at Monday Night Raw, the same spot, in the same arena, the week before. So uh, the more on that later, I can tell you about those two shows. But um, but yeah, MJF and 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 uh, and CM Punk. They, those are just examples of how to just work the crowd 
a lot of rest. I feel like a lot of wrestlers, a lot of just not even wrestlers, just performers in general. Like you gotta remember to work the crowd, baby. You gotta remember your moves don't mean shit unless they're invested. You know what I'm saying? You could try to get them invested with your moves, but it's much easier to get them invested and then do your moves. <laughs> so you're saying like it's more, it's just as mental. As, as is physical inside the ring because you have to keep on thinking about getting reactions and stuff like that. Oh my God, bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like it's 100% mental and 100% physical. You like, like here's the thing. Cause everything you're doing in there is physical, but at the same time, everything you're doing in there is for a reason, you know? So you're telling a story with every movement that you're doing. Uh, that at least that's how it's supposed to go. Um, you're supposed to be taking the audience on a ride. I never lose sight of this, you know, like kind of like a movie. You start out with the introduction and, you know, you, you the plot, you take, you show everybody who the characters are, you get everybody ingratiated with the story you're trying to tell. Then you go on to the, the ongoings of the story. Oh shit, it's heating up a little bit. Then it starts to climax and things starts to build up, build up. Then you hit that high point in the match, in the movie that climax and then the resolute or you can get a falsy <laughs> or, or, or you can, you know, you can bring home resolution. You, you got to take them on a ride. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's usually the easiest way to tell that, right. That's that story is, you know, good versus evil. Yeah. So. Yeah. But these have, and my, and Stan Michael, you would say Stan Michael, if your next question is Stan Michael, a good guy or a bad guy in my face or a heel, it, 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 it don't matter, man. It don't matter. It's that, like, 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 my man used to tell me when I was in the studio, when I first started messing around in the studio, my man used to say, because uh, he's a rapper too. He, he, my man was a rapper and he was an uh, engineer. Shout out to Tito. Tito! But uh, we'd ask him, he'd like, yo, Tito, you rapping or you engineering? What are you doing? And he would say, it would depend on what side of the room I'm on. So that's why I answered. Depending on what side of the room I'm on. If you love me, you love me. If you hate me, <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> well, what do you prefer being? I don't care, man. I'm me. That's the thing. You take me as you love. Do you love me? Of course. Of course. Because you're real. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. But you know what? A lot of people don't like real. You're right. <laughs> a lot of people don't like real. So it's really just a matter. It's just really just a matter of fact. I think it's known as when you're real, you're happy. And people, some people can't stand when other people are happy. Oh, God. Don't, tell, don't, don't get me started. I'll get me started. You know what I'm saying? Man, if, you, if you're going to if you're gonna hate on somebody for being happy, why don't you just, um, you know, I don't know, put some time into making yourself happy. <laughs> that way you don't have time to worry about. I got so, like, me, then that's the thing. I don't have no right. You know what I'm saying? I don't see nobody as a rival. I don't see nobody as a competitor or anybody like I see people that I have I have comrades in this thing. You know what I'm saying? I have people that I that I work with, that I grow with, you know what I'm saying? But as far as like competition or rivals, I see nobody like that just because I'm too busy doing me. I don't give a damn what somebody else is doing. My somebody the guy that you say is my rival won the WWE title tomorrow. I don't give a damn because that don't make me fucking a damn difference. <laughs> that ain't gonna that ain't gonna put no food on my plate regardless. So yeah. 
Very good point. Very good point. But if, if some arrival wins the WWE championship, you want a little bit, think to yourself, I could take that title from. Oh, if at, at, at that point, it's not even about it's not even about you, it's about the title. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not even about you, it's not the personal, you just got what I want. <laughs> so with it, so being real, I know some you laugh, you will probably laugh off a lot of things that people say to you on social media. What's some of the funny things that people try to insult you with that you just laugh about? Like, really? Really, dog? Seriously? Um, it's, they, 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 the singing thing is probably the Yes, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that on. That I'm light skinned too. That that's that, that's one thing. That's one thing, mate. The, the, the little light, the little light skin boy. That's 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 what, you know. That's what, that's what's for another day. But yeah, but that's stupid shit. I don't know. They don't really come at me. They love me though, for the most part. They don't really come at me. <laughs> that's good. Everyone hates me, so it's good that people think the same people love you. No, no, no. That was that. I had to like reach for that one. I'm like, yeah, damn, man. Then they didn't really come at me like that. And if they did, I, you know, I'm I'm one of those people. Like, look. But like, like I, I don't mind debating and shit like that. But as soon as you get disrespect, disrespectful or on my nerves, I will block <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> it's like once the names start calling, that's when the gloves come off. Yeah, it's like all right, but I got I, I got to go to work anymore. I don't got time for you, bro. <laughs> like, I, like I'm grown. I, like I'm not I'm not the guy that's gonna go back and forth with you on the internet. That's 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 just not no no. Because nine times they're doing that, they're not doing that in real life. You know what I'm saying? So we're good. <laughs> You're a lot more mature than I am. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I don't even try. It's just like a lot of you know, it's a lot of that shit is beneath. You know what I'm saying? You got it's a goal in mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I got I got shit. That's the thing, man. It is here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. It's not worth it getting in this getting into it with motherfuckers that got more to lose than you that that, that don't got nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? If you got more to lose, ain't a, it ain't worth it. I got like look, look, I I I got, I got a career. I got several careers that I'm balancing. I got a music career. I got a wrestling career. I got a shoot career. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got, I'm I'm a dad. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm trying. I'm I'm moving and grooving out here. You think I got time to be on the internet with somebody or 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 or, or really worried about with somebody? No, I'm 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 willing and dealing, man. So, so is it like anything about that, anything that gets in the way of my goals and aspirations, it, it, and uh, you know, it it swiftly removed. <laughs> yeah, and also I've learned a lot. I've also learned that when you're going back and forth, and then you and I'm like, you know, well, I got a podcast. If you want to continue this, we see eye to eye, you know, face to face. They get very like busy all of a sudden. It's like, yeah. well, you can't do that. We'd rather be behind a keyboard where you can't see what I look like and act like a tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's part of it, too, because that's that, 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 most times you end up chasing your tail. You know what I'm saying? It's the dog chasing his tail kind of thing. And that and on top of that, you get so pissed off. Now you all worked up trying to trying to respond to somebody. Meanwhile, you got folks. You got you, you got to realize when folks watch Two Fools argue from a distance they don't know who's who you know what I'm saying they don't know who's the fool you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like at that point 
you're just making yourself look fool. Not you, but that's but like you know, you oh, me, yeah, yeah, I meant that. No, I'm not, yeah, go if, if it's you, I'm sorry, but you know, what I'm saying you're making yourself look foolish at that point because you, 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 it's not worth it. It's not worth it. you, 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 my brother, you got a podcast, you got shit going on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got. You 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 got things to do. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and, and I mean it's also known as those people won't admit that they're one of those idiots and they're working on it, trying to be better. And uh, it's just people who think they're right and just everyone else is wrong. Yeah, being right ain't always what it's cracked up to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so if you could wrestle anyone for your dream match, and this could be past wrestlers, present wrestlers, any promotion, who would it be? Man, it would have to be. It have to be the Rock, man. It have to be the Rock. He'd be, he's the one that. He's the one that started it off. He like as far as like me like being act. I used to love wrestling. That's the thing. I I love wrestling, but I never. But you know, I loved Sting when I was a kid and all that. But the Rock was really my first favorite. Like that was like my first guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a WCW fan. I like I like I like rocking with uh Ultimo Dragon and the in the video games and stuff like that. But like The Rock was my first guy, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it hadn't been for The Rock, had I would I have been so ingrained in this wrestling thing as as much as I am to this day. So that being said, um that's one that one from a story perspective, that one. From a stylistic perspective, Roman. Just because that we would tell that big man, little man story, story, great. You know what I'm saying? Like you seem like to be the little man that will actually beat him, not like everyone else that's faced him. And listen, 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 listen. I respect, I respect the head of the table, but I would love to welcome him. Into the house of soul. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I respect you, but I'm still gonna beat your ass for the title. But I respect you, though. I respect you. I love Roman Reigns. I love Roman Reigns. The Usos, the Usos are my favorite tag team of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I love, I love the fact that they're, you know, they're rocking and rolling right now on, on top with the championship right now. And shout out to Paul Heyman coming to his senses too. Well, I, I think what they did to Roman, I think Roman before was kind of like flat until they made him to the head of the table with the Usos. And I think it kind of like reviolated, I kind of put his career back on notice. So I kind of like, yes, he is up there when he was starting yeah. to stop that. Yeah, they were, they were doing a 30 for a while. I've never, I've been watching wrestling for almost 25 years, probably, honestly. And I can honestly say I have never seen any major baby face treated or way that Roman Reigns did. Like not Diesel, it wasn't not Diesel, not uh 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 um, not Drew, not I don't I can't even tell you who like you you know yeah I can't even. Re- no champion I feel like ever got booked as bad as motherfucking Roman Reigns. 
And this man suffered through five years of that shit. We got to remember too, when he when they debuted in the Shield, everybody loved Roman. Everybody loved Roman. It was only until uh, they screwed over Daniel Bryan, and it was obvious that Roman was a guy Vince wanted in his place that people turned on. Mm-hmm. And you know, now that Roman's being Roman, people love him again, and he's doing his he's doing his damn thing. I'm just I'm just a, I'm, I'm shocked and appalled and amazed that it took them five years to realize that but at the same time i guess he had to grow into it as well so as long as we're here right <laughs> that's true but do you think some of this just because wwe and Vince mcmahon is just so out of touch it just took them that long i don't know what's going on man to be honest with you it's like to say they're out of touch is like i don't i don't think it's i don't really think that's that i don't i don't really don't think it's that i just believe that they are at a space where they figured out how to make the most money and they're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure in your contract it has a no cut clause. Well, yeah, that's, that's up to you. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. You signed the dotted line at the end of the day. You know, like, um, and I say the same thing about artists getting into, you know, deals with the music industry. You signed a contract at the end of the day, you know, whatever is coming down the pike, you know, you, you should be doing your due diligence for what you're signing up for. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I got. That's all I got on that one. <laughs> so what do you think professional wrestling needs to stop doing and need to start doing to generate more fans? Um, I think they, I think, really need more life personalities that aren't so catered to the niche wrestling audience um i feel like it's gonna be i feel like it's hard to do it now because a lot of the people that love wrestling stopped watching wrestling like 20 years ago when wcw went out of business and the only people that was really left over was the really hardcore wrestling fans so the hardcore wrestling fans kind of have a fucking chokehold on <laughs> this wrestling product now. So in order for it to grow and be mainstream, it would have to do things that go against the grain of what the hardcore wrestling fan wants. And I don't know. I don't know. But what it would need, in my opinion, to get, you know, it would need that star that's able to, um, or those stars, a bunch of stars, or like, you know, a handful of stars that would be able to translate into pop culture in the mainstream media um, and really make it, they got to take the stigma away from it being like this, uh, you know, circus act, you know, cause people aren't gonna, you know, they, it, it's cool. It's cool for the niche audience. It's cool for us wrestling fans. We are always going to love that. But the reality is people love this shit when they thought that when they believed in what they saw, and they and they believed in what they saw long after they were told that it was entertainment or fake or whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they you they look at a guy like Steve Austin, you believe that guy. You know what I'm saying? You look at um The Rock, you believe that because he's you look at Triple H, you believe that guy. Um, you need more of those. You need more of those. Oh, absolutely. Compelling and, and and on top of that, and 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 not only do you need the characters, you need the story 
go along with it. There's too much shit on television. There's too much shit on television. Not fuck television. There's too much shit on these streaming apps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's too many shows that people are watching now that have compelling storylines to be just following some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's if we need stars and we need good stories. Yeah, you're right. I think that's what WWE needs to do. They need to have better stories and have more of a balance between wrestling and the entertainment part than just doing what Vince wants to do. And I think that's where Brock, that's where, you know, Brock comes in. Like, that's where you got to, and all right, that's why Brock and Ronda Rousey are there now. You know, that's why they're the, it's not a mistake that those guys are, that those two are the, uh, the winners of the Royal, you know, um, for better or worse, Ronda Rousey is going to be that going to, well, I don't know about so much now. We'll see. Hopefully still has that momentum, but she's a name that they can capitalize off of. You know, she's a name that is going to draw that pop culture kind of relevancy. Um, the only thing is, on the other token, they got to they got to give her some good shit and she's got to get her shit. In. You know, she got to get, you know, got to get her shit locked in because, you know, it's all factors. Now say, say uh, Ronda Rousey came in and ended up being one of the greatest of all time at this. And, and, you know, that would work. You know what I'm saying? That would take, that would help take wrestling to that stratosphere. You know what I'm saying? You get another one like that too. Uh, Roman Reigns, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Roman Reigns enjoying while he's around. He, but that man is out of here. In a few years, you know, what I'm saying? Y- y'all got y'all got about three more years of Roman Reigns, <laughs> but uh, like but that. yeah, for that, more of that. But do you think Ronda Rousey's time has pretty much passed? It's hard to say. It's hard. Uh, I I personally feel like it has. You know, I feel like a lot of that the bloom is off of that rose. Um, but you know, who's to say that she can't? You know, have a resurgence of some sort she can't come back and you know uh i i, I just had a baby and i'm not using and now I'm, I'm back i'm, I'm a mom whooping ass and she's stepping on becky lynch's gimmick kind of thing i don't know you know what I'm how yeah. did I, maybe she use that to i don't know parlay that i don't know how long she's gonna be around i don't know i don't know what the temperature is backstage for her i don't know um you know I don't know what her true intentions are with this, what, you know, what, what her future plans are. So, you know, it might not be something that they're going to look to long-term, but that's why you, it's, it's great that you got girls like Banks and Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, you know what I'm saying? Like, you like these, these, these motherfuckers kid, you know, they, they I just named you four right there. Stars, stars. <laughs> yeah. Bianca Blair got kind of a raw deal because they put so much time and energy to invest her to being like one of the elite premier wrestlers just losing 26 seconds to Becky Lynch. Yeah, that's terrible. It's just like, you know, it's like, I was like, that's it? You put that much time and energy? And I'm not a Bianca Blair fan. I have no love loss for her. I respect her. Mm. But it's just like knowing how much energy they put into her and everything and just have her like lose like that. I yeah, it's very pushy. It didn't make any sense. It didn't make it make any sense because I, I'm just looking at this from like, and this is the type of shit that's gonna turn like mainstream fans off. You know what I'm saying? That they're gonna watch this shit and be like, "I'm never again." You know? Yeah. So, fucking, just look at it from a real perspective. 
Uh, Bianca Belair has been in the ring every week wrestling. Week, she's a champion. She's in fighting condition, right? You got Becky Lynch coming in off of a year off after maternal leave. She just gave birth. She comes in. She hasn't been wrestling. She maybe been there rolling around a few times before this happened. Maybe gets in there, hits one move, and that that it just doesn't make it just doesn't. And then there's no there's no payback for it either. So it's just kind of just like all right, whatever. Um, but that's the kind of thing that will, you know, that'll upset a, a actual rest, or actual, you know, potential somebody looking into this fan. Um, and, and Becky Lynch is a star in herself, you know, she's she's a kind of she's a kind of McGregor of this shit. But yeah. you know, like that doesn't just just doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah, it's just like with Kofi and Big E as champion, the way they lost their titles, I thought. But well, like, oh. I, I will okay. <laughs> uh, this is where I catch heat. This is why I catch you. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at all at how either of them lost their belts. I understand Kofi's was like fucked up and that, but I just thought that was hilarious when Brock just came in and just did things and just bop, I just put him out in ten seconds. That was fucking hilarious to me. But um, with Biggie, I don't think that Biggie went out bad. I don't think Biggie went out bad. I think that, um, again, realistically looking at it, the guy went in there. He was supposed. He was already supposed to fight four, uh, five, uh, three guys. You know what I'm saying? He already had a one and a one and four chance of coming out this thing on top. Then all of a sudden, because of real life COVID, you got to fight Brock Lesnar now. He's thrown into that. And if you watch him, Biggie didn't get buried at all. He got he took two F fives and you know. And but and here was my thing about that too. Everybody was upset about Biggie. Everybody was upset about Biggie. What about Bobby Lashley? What about Bobby? La- Everybody from the old Biggie, he got screwed. No, 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 all right, fine, Biggie got screwed. But y'all forget how he won it. How he won the title. He cashed in against Bobby Lashley on some bitch ass bullshit. Yeah. So <laughs> that match, Bobby Lashley was the one get his comeuppance, beat up Brock Lesnar, got his title match, got his fucking title back. Now we got the almighty as champion, and it's great. It's great. Love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> I think Bobby Lashley is one of the better champions they've had in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like honestly, I think I was saying I was saying this earlier. I was thinking it earlier. Like Bobby Lashley, he's unlike Brock. Brock doesn't need the belt. Bobby needs the belt. I feel. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if Bobby Lashley doesn't have the belt. You're kind of looking at him like, what do you do with him? You know, like, but when he's champion, it kind of puts him where he's supposed to be in your mind. You know what I'm saying? It's just with the, when it comes to Bianca Barrera, Big E, and Kofi, it's just the way that way they they went out kind of bothers me. Like Bianca, but if Becky Lynch came in and they had a good solid 20 minute match, and Becky Lynch won, okay, yeah. gave the respect to. Young player that said she was a fine champion. She fought her heart out. She just lost. Kofi right. the same way. You give him like a fine. You don't have him lose in thirty seconds. And right. Big E, no one knows this, but if you everyone does their research, they'll see that when he won the title, Big E never won a singles match. Yeah, it was always like by disqualification, count out. He was in a tag match, but he never was like a champion. He just had the belt. And, and that's the thing. Biggie was a good champion. 
it was a real good chance. I, I, I like I like Biggie. But here's the thing. Like, and this is just personal experience now. Um, I told you I went I went to both of these shows. Yeah. The um, the Monday night raw before that, we were in the same place in the same seats. And I believe Biggie was fighting Cesaro. I don't remember, I don't even remember who he was fighting, honestly, but I just remember the energy in the crowd. I just remember looking around and the crowd was just dead. We was just like we was tired, you know what I'm saying? We was just like, all right, it's getting late, just wait to be over, kind of thing. So, you know, Biggie, I remember my, my girlfriend's a big Biggie fan, and she felt so bad because she lost her voice, so she couldn't cheer like she wanted to cheer. And he's like looking at us in the crowd, like, y'all was cheering Bianca. I need that energy now. I need that energy. <laughs> and then we were just like, and we were just like, yeah. <laughs> and then he comes back. He's walking past. He's walking back um, to the crowd and freaking, and this is after Raw goes off the air and Roman's music hits. <laughs> and and the bloodline comes out and the whole place erupts. <laughs> Uh, and then and big and literally he's in, he's within like feet like walk right past us walk right past us i'm looking this way at the i'm screaming i oh my god and my girlfriend's like oh my god biggie biggie just walked past me i look back i said i don't care <laughs> they, got that on, they got that on film too they got that i got that moment on film too it's in our facebook group it's hilarious but uh but I tell that story to say, like, and I and I love Big. I, I love Big. I really do, and I I really do respect the the work that he's put in. I really do think that that guy deserves a lot more than what um, he's getting out of his situation. Definitely uh, don't like to see him back to doing just New Day things um, respectfully. Um, but uh, the reality of it was. I don't think that as much as people love Big E, they wasn't there. They wasn't there for him when it counted. You know what I'm saying? They were they they wasn't loud enough for Big E when Big E needed them to be loud enough for them. And I was part of that equation. I take partial response. I was I don't care. Yeah, Roman. <laughs> so, so yeah, that that's that's what happened with Big E. I think. Well, it's you're not the first one that said about you know WWE events are you know. And a friend of the shows went to the Royal Rumble and he said that. When Seth Rollins came down with the shield, he said the electricity was there. You could just tell the electricity was there with it. The, but when Ronda Rousey came out, yeah, she got a pop when she came out. But when she hit the ring, his friend was like, is something wrong with the speakers? And it turned out they were piping in noises for Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Because, well, that's the thing. We got we to gotta also understand, too, like the WWE now, going about the business of putting people on well okay first of all they both do this aw and wwe both do this yeah and I and i they both put people on tv or they probably should and under any other circumstance ronda rousey would not be on television wrestling yet you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but is who she is she brings what she brings so they're gonna accelerate her process so they're gonna try to make her you're gonna, it's, t- it's television at the end of the day, it's television. They gotta make, they gotta, you gotta put makeup on, you know what I'm saying? So, when you're, when you're there and you're live and you're 
sitting right there, you get to see who, you get to see what's what. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you see you see who's who, and you know, and you and coming from coming from you know wrestling and all that stuff, training. I have a respect for anybody that can go inside that ring, Ronda Rousey included. Anybody that can go inside that ring and put on a match for I don't care how long and do it in one take. Like I challenge uh, most folks to do that before they go ahead. I don't care if it's Dana Brooke, you know what I'm saying, or whoever it is, you know. Like folks are out there putting whoever you want to name on uh, uh, TNA or NXT, whatever. Those folks are out there. They do a match in one take. <laughs> and they and, and you you'll see your fuck ups every now and then, but you know that's what you get when you put you know to my previous statement. But anyway, um, that's what you get when you get uh, Ronda Rousey. A lot of the time, you get somebody that you know she's still she's still new. You know she's still working her way around. Um, but what you said about the WWE, I don't, I didn't think the WWE event. I actually like the WWE event better than going to the AEW event just because of the crowd experience, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. like. The WWE is something I could take my family to. You know what I'm saying? I could, I could take my, I could take my, my girl, my daughter. I could take guys, family out, and we let's go out to this and enjoy the show. It's comfortable. Like you got space, you can chill. They're right there, and the performers, and the performers, and the performers are. They're at a higher level. Respectfully, they're at a higher level. And when I say perform at a higher level, I don't necessarily mean the moves um, or the in-ring work, which a lot of the which a lot of the more in-ring work is more polished in WWE. But more so to the point is their showmanship. The showmanship in the WWE, whether you even believe it or not, when is is they play to the crowd more. AEW they play to each other more. You know what I'm saying? When they're in the ring, they're kind of like focusing on their match, and then everybody's like tuned into what's going. On. They're not really engaging too much in what's going on. They're what's going on outside of them, you know, or at least they weren't on that night that I was there. Um, but when I went to the WWE show, everybody from fucking Bobby Roode to the uh, 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 oh my god, Montez Ford stole the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying during commercial break. <laughs> during commercial break this guy stole the show you know what I'm saying? so like the showmanship that 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 the showmanship is something different over there I, I, that, that was the difference that i saw between the shows i i aw is cool i i i, I would honestly like to go I, I i would i could see myself actually going to work at aw though just because i just to see how they uh uh they run their business at wwe they probably put a freaking wig on me and shake my head at the same time <laughs> 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 Instead of an R and B wrestler, you'd be as the country music wrestler, and you're like, "What?" Right. The I'll be out there with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you gotta wear a hat, cowboy hat now. You guys are going, "Yeehaw!" It's like, hey, yeah, yeah, all that, all that. You're all like, that. I'm on a contract. You kind of have to say, oh, "Yes, sir." Right, right, right. Tony Khan at least let me let me rock for the most part. <laughs> so tell us some, uh, some more about your music career. Because you're not just a wrestler, you are a musician as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've been saying that my life, man. Uh, music and me, you know. <laughs> uh, around my town, I I grew up in uh, Rockland County, New York. It's about thirty minutes north of the city. Uh, grew up in church, so that's really where it, you know a lot of it's not really it started for me. Like I've always been around music. I sang late in church or whatever, but I always been around. Michael Jackson was a huge influence. Like I'm an only child. 
So I spent hours like listening to Michael Jackson for hours and I was just like perfecting like, you know, like that sound and getting my sound together from a little kid. Um, and then I started doing shows and, you know, talent shows. And then next thing I know, you know, people know me from around the way and all that stuff. So I'm like little local celebrity just from doing, you know, little shits, you know, and then I start recording music and that's, that's that just opens up another door for me. And then I start, you know, started uh, meeting folks in the city, did a college tour. Uh, oh, shout out to Brand Name Records, a little local record label I was working with for a while, you know, and then they got me on that college tour. Shout out to Prime, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the Dean's List tour. That was dope, working with all them folks in there. <clears throat> um, but yeah, man, after that, you know, I've just been kind of like, you know, recording music, doing shows with my, you know, got got my band. So it's like, you know, it's just, at this point, I, yeah, I ain't famous, but I, I know how to make money and I know how to make music off of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's just a beautiful thing. This is my passion, bro. Rhythm and beat downs, right? Absolutely. That's probably, that's probably the next album, honestly. My my last album, I just dropped an album called Hashtag More On This Later. It's mm -hmm. called, it has three songs on it. Uh, one of which is my theme song. All of which it's rest. All it's all wrestling oriented. All the three of the songs that are on that album. One's my theme song. Uh, one's my my just uh my promo song. My you know regular just like hey how you doing song. And the other one's just an inspirational how I'm feeling. You know get just to get you on your feet. You know what I'm saying when you're in the gym type shit. But yeah, rhythm and beatdown is probably gonna be my next my next album. Now that we you got the live drop on that. <laughs> Hey, is your music on Spotify? Yes, sir. Yes. yes, sir. You find me, Stan Michael, on Spotify. Hashtag more on that late, more on this later on Spotify. Available now. Get them three songs and see all my other catalog from when I was younger. A lot of it sounds raw. A lot of it, I put out a lot of raw shit in my, when I was young, you know, but I got some, you know, but, you know, go ahead and, you know, love on some R&B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, where I see myself five years, shit. <sighs> Wife, another kid, wrestling, uh, you know, taking shit. That's the thing. If I get signed, I, I, if if I get signed to wrestling, that, that's dope. That'd be that'd be dope. But um, I'm cool working. Cool oh snap! Hold on, one second. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. No yeah, yeah. Oh, snap. Hold on one second. I'm bad. No problem. We'll get his technical difficulty situation taken care of. Okay. Okay, now that we got everything taken care of, technical reasons-wise, what are you saying about your five years? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wife, kid um wrestling if i get signed that'd be that'd be dope if not i'm gonna still be out here doing shows still training uh still getting better and perfecting the craft of professional wrestling um still gonna be recording music still gonna be doing my shows or whatever so i like what well, shit if i go on, i might do a little tour uh hell five years from now i want to I, I would like to have not, I would like to not have to work my shoot job, but the thing is my shoot job paid me good. So it's just like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, go for, hold that thought. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, let, let me, let me, 
Then I, I got options, man. I got options. I just want to be, I just want to, honestly, at the end of the day, I just want to be able to have my wife, have my kid, have my kid, have my wife, have my kids, and just, uh, uh, you know, be able to rule my kingdom. That's it. I hear that's the way to be. That's Definitely. it. Just enjoying the ride. That's it, man. So what do you have coming up, professional wrestling-wise and music-wise? Well, I guess I could tell you. Yeah, I could tell you this because it's a, it's official. It's official like a whistle, even though we don't got the picture yet. Um, March twenty sixth, I'm having what is probably gonna be one of the dopest things I can do in professional wrestling. Well, I don't even care if I won the WWE title the next day. I get to do a show in my hometown, Rockland County, at the Palisades Mall one of the biggest malls in the world. And I get to go head up with a good friend of mine, Matt Saxton, the cheap wrestler, who I know from music as well. We've known each other for years. So this, uh, and we faced off one time last year and he got, he, he got lucky. He didn't even get lucky, he fucking cheated. But um, now I got a little bit I got a little bit more experience. You ain't going to big bro me. And I'm going to show you what the fuck is good in front of God, everybody, and your peoples that love me. Because I got more of them that love me. Yeah. And we all got, our families are going to be there. It's going to be, I'm going to embarrass you in front of yours and mine. <laughs> yeah. So. so where can everyone find you on social media? Oh, uh, find me on, here we go. Get ready for this. All right. Instagram, the Stan Michael. Twitter. Stan the Michael. Uh, also follow on Instagram, Talk of Champions. On Twitter, Talk of Champs. And y'all can follow us on our Facebook page, Talk of Champions. Well, oh. You are- oh, 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 and I said oh. it before, I said it before, I said it before. I said it before, but I don't know if we was recording. I can't remember if we was recording or not because I don't remember when we started recording, but also, again, whatamaneuver.com slash talking champions. Buy the shirts. Buy the shirts. And also, yes, definitely follow Talking Champions on Instagram. Uh, we're doing uh, Black Wrestling History this year. Uh, Hearts is featuring um, young Black wrestlers in training coming up. So you check out the page. You see some young talent coming up in the industry that's they, they they've been training they've been cutting their teeth in and they you might get a look at the future yeah man you're definitely killing it in more ways than one the king of r&b right here everyone stan michael the yeah yeah you already know before i let you go i just have to ask before with, i let go uh-huh. with, with the merch that you sell from the podcast does it do okay? Because I'm thinking about doing merch for this show, and I'm not sure if it would do well or not. Dude, 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 go for it. Go for it. Because here's the thing. You don't know who's out there that's listening to you, that's inspired by you. You don't know who's listening to this show right now. They're going to be like, yo, you know, this was fucking dope. I love, yeah, I'm going to buy a fucking shirt. Especially if you have a good one. Mm-hmm. Yours looks warm. It's, it is fucking warm. It is warm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, multi We got tank tops. 
We got t-shirts. We got it all. Go to, I'm telling you, bro, go check out what we got. And if you don't like it, somebody else will. I promise you, go. Watermaneuver.com slash talking champion. We got shirts. Babies. Baby singlets. That's, that's a, you see, that's a market no one thinks about. It's about what about babies and their kids or whatever. No one thinks about that. And it's like, we got to think, we, we think about the kids. We got to think about the kids. Yeah, you're a father. You understand. You want to wear one of your shirts. You want to have your little one wear one of their shirts as well. Yes, I mean, like, think about think about how many likes you'll get on Instagram. You got you, you got a little baby with the Tokyo champion. It is a, it's amazing. Everybody likes that. Comment, well, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> genius. That's a good idea. You're a genius. Yeah, yeah, man. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> Stan Michael, I appreciate you coming on. I'm definitely gonna be checking out your stuff on Spotify and be definitely checking. The Talk of Champions merch. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Man. When, you when you said, I know the warmer weather will be here someday. And when you said tank tops, that's why I was like, I got to check that out. Yeah, you got to check that out. <laughs> check it out. I and, 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 and look, I'll tell you this too. I'll tell you, the tank tops are cheaper than the hoodie. So, <laughs> Very, that, that's a spoiler, everyone. No. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Stan, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me, Brian. Thank you. You take care of yourself. You too. Hey, bye-bye. All right, man.